0: Hello. How you doing today? I hope you're doing well. Hope things are going great. Hope your week has started off well. Mine sure has. Yesterday, uh, we had Leanne Tullis in uh, from Colorado and her husband, Kent, and they shared, Leanne shared a really powerful message about restoration. If for whatever reason you haven't had a chance to, to listen to that, I really recommend go back, watch the video uh, from yesterday and and really take it in uh, what she's saying and what's what's possible with Jesus when it comes to rest- restoration. It's uh, it's very powerful to to kick off uh, this series uh, about the, the year of Jubilee of the soul. Uh, which uh, is coming out of uh, the word given to us for 2023, and it, it's it's definitely something that we need to be be taking into account when it comes to that, right? It, it, God is wanting to sweep out every crevice and corner uh, of our, our being and clean it up and have a pure spotless bride. And that that's part of this restoration is part of that. And so if you haven't watched it, go back and watch it. Uh, If you did watch it and I would just say, go watch it again, because you're likely to get something new out of it. And it's absolutely worth listening to again. Uh, So go back and watch that. All right. Last week, uh, and this this somewhat, I guess it somewhat ties in um, to uh, uh, Jubilant Soul. This series we're in last week, uh, Angie challenged us here locally to uh, feast on Psalm one nineteen. It's it's a, a huge, huge, uh, uh, Psalm, and so there's a lot there. There's a lot to take in, uh, but something captured my attention right up front, uh, in in verse 17. And I'm going to read that to you. Psalm 119 verse 17. And it says, I lost it here. Uh, let me your servant walk in abundance of life that I may always live to obey your truth. And I just found that one verse very captivating because Let me, your servant, walk in abundance of life that I may always live to obey your truth. God's truth, the truth of of who he is, the truth of what it is that he's been saying. We we hear so many things, uh, uh, these little uh, phrases, you know, you do you, Um, uh, you know, um, you've got your truth, I've got mine. She has her truth over there. He's got his truth. They've got their truth. No, that's not actually the way things are. There are not multiple different truths running around out there. There is one capital T truth, and that is Jesus Christ. And, And that's something we have to remember. We should be celebrating him, praising him, thanking him for being truth to us, the truth that Uh, we need to be embracing and really feeding ourselves with not, not something that we are, are making up to, to fit our own narrative, to fit our own uh, wants, fleshly desires, right? That that's, that's what happens when we say uh, this person has their, their truth. That person has their truth. That collective of people have their own truth. It doesn't fit my truth but that's theirs. And so that's okay. That's that's what we're saying in in our culture these days. And that just isn't the reality of this. If Jesus Christ is the truth, then we we can't have multiple truths running around. just creates and breeds chaos. You want a sound mind? You need to get on board with who truth actually is. And uh, I, I think it's a, a big thing that is going to uh, uh, be part of what God is doing in this Jubilee year of the soul is, is we've talked about a sound mind and now we're talking about clearing out every crevice and corner of our, our soul and, and now truth coming in. Being able to to settle the mind and not have to to keep track of of everybody else's uh, a narrative and what it is that they're wanting to push on other people. It's it's the truth of Jesus Christ. It's the truth of who He is, and, and He's imparting that. And there there is a, a famous question from from Pilate in. Uh, It recorded in John 18 about what is truth. And so I just want to read a couple of verses, John 18, uh, 37 and 38. Then Pilate responded, oh, so then you are a king? You are right, Jesus said. I was born a king and I have come into this world to prove what truth really is. And everyone who loves the truth will receive my words. Pilate looked at Jesus and said, What is truth? It's it's a famous question, and it goes on and says, silence filled the room. And then Pilate walked out and said, he's not guilty. I find no fault in him. Jesus declared who he was, what he came to do, and what would happen if you embraced that. And Pilate found no fault in him for that. He did ask, what is truth? I think the more appropriate question is, who is truth? It's it's just fascinating to me that we want to fabricate truth and, and then want to uh, push that out as a form of control. We want to be able to to control our, our perception of the world, our, our own space. And if... If something butts up against that, we get offended or we get defensive or we want to run and hide rather than face who truth is, rather than face Jesus and say, what's going on? What is this that's stirred up in me? Walk me through it. He will. He's not afraid to. We've talked about this plenty of times before he's not afraid to walk through these things with you to to open them up and look at them but you got to be willing to do it you can't you can't be continually fabricating truth and trying to overlay that onto the world you're not embracing who truth is at that point so we have to embrace uh, the truth of who he is. Um, the truth is God loved you so very much that he sent Jesus uh, to rescue you from uh, the chains of bondage to sin and death, right? The truth is a man and simply believing in him means that you will never perish, uh, but rather experience everlasting life. That's from John 3, 16. Not just have everlasting life, but experience it. You get to to have encounter with truth, not not just knowing, not just understanding, but actual experience, actual encounter. And and in that, Jesus also talked about. He he quoted Deuteronomy eight three about man doesn't live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God and Deuteronomy eight three, the last part of it says, man does not live by bread alone, but man lives by everything that proceeds out of the mouth of the Lord. And that it's, it's a, an interesting thing to me is if we have access to encounter and experience truth and and we are to not live by, by physical bread alone, by, by actual uh, uh, food, but live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of the Lord. But we only want to go to him maybe once or twice a week to, to receive that nourishment. I mean, instinctively, we just we just eat because we know we're hungry. Where is the recognition of spiritual hungerness throughout your day? What indicators do you have that say, I I need nourishment now, right now. And and you're running to the Lord to see what words are coming out and pouring out. That are there to, to, to feed you and strengthen you and build you up. This is part of that, that Jubilee is, is this releasing back to you what's yours it's it's going to be this this nourishment where you don't have to rely on your own understanding you don't have to go out and and, uh, conjure up something you just go and get fed you have to actually go to him though There has to be an instinctual recognition of spiritual hunger as well. And if you are are getting to the point where you are so far removed from him that that instinct that that just natural draw of your heart to his it is it just in our own perception of of that. It's, um, that instinct isn't, isn't as common. It it doesn't, it doesn't come up in, in our minds as much as it would. If you are, are recognizing, okay, I need to run to him. I need to go get fed. Oh my gosh, it's noon. I haven't eaten in like four hours. I'm famished. We say that about our, our physical hunger. What about spiritual hunger? Where is that in all of this? So that's something that that I, I would challenge you to do this week is at least three times a day. Gosh, just whether you think you need to or not, whatever that looks like. Go talk with your father. See what he has to say. See what comes out of his mouth. It could just be a, I love you. And and a warm embrace. It could be as simple as that. It could be more. But whatever it is, you need to feed yourself with that. And you'll find that you'll start to be drawn to it. And, and you'll start to... Have a recognition come up and say, oh my gosh, I'm famished right now. I need nourishment. Feed me, God. <laughs> right? It, it, it'll start, you'll start to, to have that come up more often. And, and, and just see what happens from there. I guarantee you, good things are going to happen. All right. That's it. That's all I got today. Feed yourselves. Go to the source. Get fed. Figure out what that uh, instinct is that that helps you recognize your spiritual hunger. All right. Love you all. Have a great week.